This episode is brought to you in association with Sounds Lucky You Problem. Hello and welcome to Old Casters, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, moan and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try something. <laughs> we also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones, and without further ado, ho ho ho! Oh hi, Mark. Hello, Ben. <laughs> Before we go any further, I want to remind people that we started our giveaway last week, and before either of you say the magic word. I want to remind everybody that you are listening out for us saying the word Christmas. Christmas. There you go. There's two for this episode. I'll give you that for free (laughs) so far. You're counting every time we say that word, but the last week's episode, this week's episode and next week's episode. And if you get the right number to us by the 17th of December, you can win a £10 Amazon gift card. We're so generous. We're so giving. (laughs) Right? (laughs) <laughs> you don't hear any other podcast has given you a tenner, do you? <laughs> and they're like giving away holidays and stuff. <laughs> How are you, handsome? I, t- I am an handsome man, and I, me, Ryan Gosling, that other bloke, we're all bloody mightily handsome. I'm all right, thank you, darling. Yourself? Yes, I'm okay. Uh, knackered, hectic, hectic yes. week, hectic weekend. I've been nonstop. Yeah, it's it's crazy how sometimes, especially when it gets it's getting mega chilly at night and all the rest, especially when the um the nights are drawing in as well, it makes it seem way later than it is. Yeah, well it is later than it is, considering <laughs> we normally start recording at eight o'clock and it is now eight fifty three. That- With dirty stuff out we are, Mark. <laughs> Don't know what to do with ourselves. Whoops. What do we do? Well yeah, good week, good weekend. Yeah, it's again, mate. This build up to Christmas, it's nice and chill. Uh, Kerry put the rest of the Christmas tree, uh, Christmas decorations up. We just were water dogs in the lovely icy weather, and basically just uh, naps, mate. If I'm being brutally honest, it's the, it's the time of year when my old bones like to have a thirty minute to an hour nap, if if <laughs> if, if uh, the world allows it. That would be the ideal amount of time. But did you hear about my length of nap the other day? I can't remember if I told you. I want to say it was in the world of three, four hours. It was three and a half, four hours. <laughs> That's more of a sleep than a nap. Yeah. It's <laughs> like half, half your normal sleep, isn't it? Taking advantage of my early finish at work by just spending the rest of the time, the rest of the sleep. I tell what, nothing wrong with that, mate. Nothing wrong at all. It did. I had a migraine and it did get rid of it. So yeah. Sometimes it's the best thing, dude. It wasn't a complete waste of time. No, 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 no. Naps are never a waste of time, sir. They recharge the batteries, get you ready for listening to podcasts. Yeah, that's it. So, Mark, along with your reminder about our Christmas giveaway, we also have um, a massive thank you, don't we? Because I know we're going to talk about some figures maybe later on before the last episode airs, but we and a lot of people were showing off their Spotify numbers on our discord you know taking yes. a screenshot of most listened genre of music most listened to this most played that and quite a few of our members surprised us with our podcast being their number one podcast listened to mark yeah 
Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I know that there are some people that probably use Spotify exclusively to listen to the podcast. <laughs> but there's other people, yeah, there's some people I know that like their podcasts. And we're still top of the tree. And considering we've only been going since August, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Definitely. Mark couldn't have said it better. We understand that you've got, you know, ours is around. Mark always tries to make ours about an hour, hour and a bit. We do appreciate you taking that time to listen to us waffle on, and we hope we entertain your ear holes and Christmas ears. Do you have your Spotify wrapped, Ben? Did you do it? I did, but um, mine was on my phone, so I needed to do it on the computer because it was trying to take screenshots, and it's. I was trying to, like, push on the buttons to go, I won't look at that now. It's taken so long. And I think I just do it on the computer one. I've, I've taken, I took a few screenshots. Yeah. So have you got your top five artists? No. Uh, oh, hold on. I might have, hold on. I might have, I might be talking rubbish. No, for some reason I haven't that. No, I haven't got my top five artists, but I can remember one of them was, who's your mob you used to play with many moons ago when they used to be a, a local band. Um, you put Tom me Broker? on to them this year. Oh, Don Broco. Yes. Yeah. I love the album with the Anubis guy on the front. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. I just listened to it. I've, I'd forgotten what the, but loved it. Our favorite new band that aren't a new band. Mm-hmm. I want to know your top five. It's the, mm-hmm. Open your I phone. Just, get to the can't, last slide. Oh, can't, I can't do it on the computer. Is that all right? It must appear on there. Go check it out. Hope, oh, Christ. It sends me to a web page. Can I fast <laughs> forward here? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, can. Well, yeah, you, can, we you can on your phone. You can just skip to the end. Uh, Feast Fear is. This is the place you took for them. These are the songs. You just go right to the very end. And it oh, is it right at the very end? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's fine. So here we go. It doesn't disappear, does it? In at number five. Artist wise is Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. Very uh, approved. Yours? No, do you want to do? Do you want to do it like that? My number yeah, five yeah, is yeah. Blink One Eight Two. Okay. Uh, uh, number four was Limp Biscuit. Number four was McFly. Oh yeah, but then again, I can understand why that is. Mm-hmm. Number three was Fair to Midland. Oh, not heard of them. I'll check oh, them out. I'll have to put you on there, mate. You'll like them. Number three for me was Weezer. Good pick. Mm-hmm. Number two was Nirvana for myself. Oh, very nice. Classic. Number two for me was Muse. <laughs> no surprise. I've wanted to be number one, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, number one for myself was the Don Broccoli, <laughs> as I like to call them. Yeah. Number you? one for me was Enter Shikari. Again, you put me onto a lot of new, uh, I only knew that one song by him. You know, the one, if you played it, I'd, I'd know who it was. Yeah. But when we was messing about with the mm-hmm. new Discord music feature that you kindly adapted to us, uh, mm-hmm. we was into when was that? It was cut days ago, wasn't it? Yeah, Friday, something like that. Anyway, yeah, it was great. Yeah, there was some really good songs on there. I like that a lot. So I'll be listening to them a lot more. Mm. One thing Mark and I were chatting was it's amazing when, especially in our Discord, people linking all sorts of music, and you'd never know when you might bump into that next one. You're like. That they just might be my new favourite band sort of thing and it's it's amazing I love it love sharing yeah, music you got me onto a band last weekend was it is it the Future Palace they called oh yeah the uh, with the lady singer yeah really good really like that a lot it's a good good voice mm. so there you go 
So thank you again. Where, where we went for was that thank you ever so much for making us one of your top listened podcasts. The old casters are very thankful. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Ben. Yes, 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 Miss Mark. I'm so sorry. No. <gasps> yes. I'm so sorry that I couldn't attend last night. That's all right, mate. But I completely forgot I had a prior engagement. What did you do, Okay, sir? we won the quiz. It's fine. <laughs> genuinely, went to a quiz night, smashed it. You did You did win it? You did genuinely Yeah, we win won it. it. Yeah, 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 we did. Oh, mate, well, that makes it all <laughs> right then. So yeah. you won it. And we won on the raffle. <laughs> What'd you win? Uh, Tub of Quality Street. Sweet. Bosh. I hope you robbed all the uh, purple ones. It was, because we won the quiz and the raffle. It was one of those situations where we sort of ripped the lid off the tub and passed it around the room. It was ah, <laughs> it felt a bit bad. <laughs> but yes, anyway, last night was your movie night. Yes. You did Muppets Christmas Carol. I repeat, Muppets Christmas Carol. Christmas. How did it go? I had 30 people in the room. No, not really. I had nine. I had nine turn up. It was very nice to have uh, nine people come and watch it. I believe everybody had a thoroughly good time. We, we There wasn't too much uh, interjecting. There was a couple of people who'd never seen it before. What? I know, I'm not going to name and shame. Please do. I need to know. No, all right, then. Sorry in advance. I'll use their usernames because actually some of them, I don't know their real names. Uh, one was Summer. She'd never seen it before. Unforgivable. And the other one was, it was Beth. I want to say Mrs. Beth had never seen it. Really? And it might have been that she'd seen bits of it, but never all the mm. way through. So if I've got that wrong, um, Mrs. Beth, I apologise, but I swear you were the other one. I can't believe but, there's anybody out there who hasn't seen the best <laughs> Christmas film. It is. It was. It was really at the end. I'm glad I didn't have the camera on because the bit mm. where... Is it is it Mr. Me, it was me, 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 it was the Miss Meeper Meeker Beaker Beaker Mr. Beaker yeah. he gives Scrooge a scarf that's it he gives him a scarf and I'm sitting there going, yeah what's going on trying not to cry the love we found that's it the love we found and it was uh, received that people would like more Christmas within the Discord. So Yes, I, put, I was going to say, it seems like it went down very well because all of a sudden today there's polls for the next <laughs> Christmas movie you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I put my hand up for one more and then uh, Mr. Narkills uh, put his hands up. Well, well Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Beth helped put his hand up for him, but he said he didn't have a problem. So I'm going to do the next one, which at the moment is going to be Die Hard. Yeah. Which was argued. Love that film. Love that film, but it's probably <laughs> the one I want the least. It's, but it's, it's okay. If that's what the community votes for, that's what the community gets. That's how it works. Now, the <laughs> argument before the uh, call ended was, is it a film set at Christmas yeah. or, or is it a Christmas movie? It's a film set at Christmas, but it is a Christmas movie. I'll allow it. It's, if it's what the community want. I think it's both. Yeah. I do think it's both. <laughs> So there you go. I, I didn't. I didn't manage to get that argument. It's that segue in when it, when it all kicked off. <laughs> My vote was the National Lampoon because I love that film. Well, it's still on coming. I'd never set a time limit, but I'm, we even set a time like a date when you got to do it. But I suppose we better decide upon something soon. Mm-hmm. I do believe Die Hard's winning at the moment by two votes. Crazy facts. Crazy news. Crazy facts. Crazy news. <laughs>
Mark, as always, I'm going to kick us off. Mine are both animal-related, sir, and fairly close in the family trees, I'm sure. First of all, did you know, Mark, that crocodiles can't stick out their tongues? A sturdy membrane sticks the alligator's tongue to the roof of their mouth. So they're... No, oh, their, their, their tongues are stuck to the roof of their mouth. Well, according to T-Rex couldn't stick out his tongue and a Scientific American, the book, some study. So how do they talk? <laughs> so they do it grunts, didn't they? How do they talk oh, if their tongue is stuck to the roof of their mouth? Wasn't it, isn't it grunts and squeaks and stuff they, they make, isn't it? <laughs> but how do they go, hello, I'm a crocodile? <laughs> I'm going to eat your legs. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to clean my teeth. <laughs> I didn't even know they had tongues. Do you know what I've just sort of said? Right? I've just said that crocodiles can't stick out their tongues. And then I've said a sturdy membrane sticks the alligator tongue to the roof. And so, well, they're two separate species, aren't they? Yeah. So um, that fact seems, that is from We Are Teachers, by the way. I'm actually looking at a teacher's fact we- website here, and it's, that's two different breeds, even though they're very similar. But minus one can swim in salt water and one can't. And normally crocodiles are far larger. Well, some species of crocodile are far yeah. larger than their alligator brothers and sisters. I was going to get to all of this after your next fact. But, yeah. Oh, no, I'm just looking at them two things and think they don't line up, but hey-ho. <laughs> But instead of they had tongues. So they can't do that. A crocodile can't go. That's what it sounds like when it comes out of their mouth. It's going, can't move my tongue. Put the cookie down. Put that cookie down. I don't know where that came from. Christmas. 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 The seamings. I've got one situated in the other animal's world. I'm going to ask you to hold fire on your facts because I want to say that John Quincy Adams, who was the sixth US president, had a pet alligator, sir. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't even know that there was a president called John Quincy Adams. Well, he was the sixth, mate, and after receiving (laughs) the gift from a French general, the alligator was kept in one of the White House bathtubs. What? I was going to live there for long. It must have been a small alligator. <laughs> Maybe it was a, a babby one, you know, they start off like that, don't they? Yeah. They <laughs> don't make the meat noise. Oh, 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 <laughs> I reckon Dopez will know that. Is that alligator. like how, um, what's his name, Castro had the pet hippos? Oh, yeah. No, not Castro. <laughs> um, oh, the massive drug dealer guy. Is that not who that was? No, Castro was the um, Castro was the revolutionary, wasn't he? The, the one on the T-shirt with the beret. That's Che Guevara. Castro. Well, who's Castro then? He's the drug guy that had the hippos. Is, the, is that his name Castro? I swear it was something different. <laughs> Castro. Uh, I'm Googling it now. Hippos, South America. Maybe it was Castro. I don't know. No, Pablo Escobar. Pablo. Who's Castro though? I recognise that name. <laughs> Is he on a film? I can't remember his first name. Who? We we sound good, but no, I said it was Che Guevara. Guevara. Fidel Castro, Cuban politi- political leader. Have you been watching Clear and Present Danger lately? No. With Harrison Ford? No. That's the only time I know that thing that, that appears. 
That's weird, isn't it? Anyway. So we were both wrong anyway, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Less, it was uh, Escobar gonna... that had the hippos. We're not even talking about hippos. We're talking about crocodiles and alligators. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've both played Hungry Hungry Hippos, you know, we could... But anyway. Oh, that was a great game. I loved oh, a bit of Hungry Hungry Hippos. It's fun, fun, fun. So Mark, hit me with your crocodile alligator stuff. The difference between alligators and crocodiles is often easy to spot once you get the hang of it. Alligators are dark coloured with a broad rounded snout and are usually found in freshwater. Crocodiles are the greyish greeny colour and they prefer coastal brackish saltwater habitats and they have a narrow tapered triangular snout. Either way, we don't want to be looking at one up close and personal. Mm, no, I have, but yeah. Now, up close and personal, we're talking. I've been on the Everglades in Florida. Oh, you've been on the airboats, have you? In the, in the hovercraft, yeah. Nice. And I I've held a baby that. alligator. <gasps> a, there's a picture of me holding one. Does it go, wee, wee, wee? <laughs> he went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> He says, look, he's lying, Mark. I can do it by tongue, you know. <laughs> Bastard. This is from SeaWorld.com. <laughs> SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment. And they've got a whole load of facts here. So I can pick and choose. The largest species of crocodilian is the saltwater crocodile, Crocodilus porosus, which can measure more than six metres, 20 feet. God, the smallest species is the Cuvier's dwarf caiman, Adult males only reach a maximum length of 1.6 metres, 5.2 feet. Still won't give one an handshake. <laughs> Most species are approximate 454 kilograms, half a tonne. But they can go up to 1,360 kilograms, one and a half tonnes. <laughs> Fuck. Excuse my French cast, this is bloody <laughs> hell. You wouldn't think of it, would you? Yeah. That's a one and a half tons is bonkers. I mean, what's a one and a half ton of taking down? Do you know what I mean? Is it taking down elephants? What's, what's it uh, a variety of fishes, reptiles, including other crocodilians, amphibians, aquatic invertebrates, and even birds, mammals, and carrion. Oh, yeah. Easy pickings, isn't it? Yeah. Fun facts. Alligators and crocodiles are one of the oldest and most successful groups of predators. A noteworthy extinct crocodile was Dinosuchus, or Terrible Crocodile. The only fossil recovered from this species was a skull found in Texas, which measured more than 2 metres, 6.6 foot. That's just the skull in length. Mate! Based, based on the skull size, researchers believe this enormous predator was 15 metres, 49 feet long, and large enough to eat most dinosaurs living at the time. <laughs> I'm just trying to size up the head in my brain and think, <laughs> wow. I mean, especially seems most of them, they have quite a wide gape for a mouth, don't they? I'll show you a wide gape. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we need to send out a uh, RIP to our old caster that can't be with us anymore. Of course, Steve Irwin, RIP yeah. Steve. Uh, we got took down by, was he a stingray? He got, he got taken down by a stingray, yeah. yeah. He got stung in the heart. He was one of my favourite crocodile people. He was bonkers, yeah. he was. Crikey! <laughs> Jump on top of it now! Wrestling! <laughs> Crocodilians, like the American alligator, have vertical pupils that open wide in low light, 
which allows them to be impressive nocturnal hunters. Their throat pouch blocks water so that it can eat prey underwater as well as on land. <laughs> and then their third fun fact, I use that in inverted commas, is the 23 living species of crocodilians have changed little since the appearance of their prehistoric relatives, although this does not mean they are not advanced compared to other reptiles. Unlike other living reptiles, for example, crocodilians have efficient four-chambered hearts. Like birds, and mammals, and me, and you. Well, chambered hearts. My heart's kind of got three chambers. <laughs> That's another story. You've got a four-chambered heart. Yeah. You know it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and of course, how they are very stealthy predators. If you've ever seen Crocodile Dundee... You'll know that they can sneak up on you when you're trying to fill up your water bottle. There's one. This does. This isn't under the fun facts, but this is another thing that I think is kind of cool to read. This is under the ecology and conservation. Crocodilians are vital to the overall health of their ecosystems. For example, Nile crocodiles (brackets Crocodilus niloticus) control the barbel catfish population. If crocodiles were hunted to extinction, the voracious catfish would wipe out other fish populations, which are food sources to more than 40 species of birds. The birds, in turn, are necessary because their droppings recycle nutrients back into the system. Crocodiles are also scavengers that feed on dead carcasses found along the waterways, effectively cleansing the environment. Without crocodilians, many ecosystems would suffer. This shows you the old circle of life. Definitely does, mate. Does mate? It shows you yeah. we all have to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't want to go and meet one out in the swamps, but at the same time, you're happy that he's there because he's eating the old catfish. That's it, catfish, catfish, catfish. <laughs> so there we go, cast listeners: alligators and crocodiles. Two wonderful crocodilian facts. <laughs> Some crazy news for you. Yes, please. These are both van news this week. You'll be pleased to hear. Oh, I love a bit of van Twice news. Twice this week, stories have come up in the van and I'm gone. yeah, that'll do. I'll take that. Now, Ben, tell me, have you ever gone to Lincoln and got uh, stuck in the glory hole? <laughs> I can't say that I've ever got stuck <laughs> in a glory hole in Lincoln, Mark. I have been to Lincoln, but never in the glory hole of Lincoln. <laughs> what the devil are you talking about, sir? <laughs> This is about the trapped boat that's been rescued from Lincoln's historic glory hole. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> glory hole. A boat and its owner have been rescued after becoming stuck in a tunnel known as the glory hole. The narrow boat became trapped under Lincoln's renowned city centre high bridge after suffering an engine failure in fast flowing water. Firefighters used a boat and rope to drag the vessel to a safer point further along the river with them. Is it Rhythm or Whittam? Um, second one. Whittam? Yeah. Sounds better. <laughs> I'll, I'll just keep flip-flopping between them and then somebody <laughs> in Lincolnshire can tell me off at some point. The stuck boater, Ray Fisher, 70, said, I didn't have enough power for the water flow and made a mess of it. Mr. Fisher, who took to the water three years ago following the death of his wife, said, it's very narrow part of the river in the glory hole and the flow was just too hard for the engine to deal with. I stepped off the boat to give it an extra shove and the river pulled it to the opposite bank. Two fire crews and a rescue boat were called to the medieval high bridge, said to be the oldest bridge in the UK, which still has buildings upon it. Just before 1 o'clock GMT on Tuesday. 1pm, not 1am. 
Tom Humphreys, crew manager at Lincolnshire Fire and Rescue Service, said he suffered an engine failure and is quite heavily laden, so was unable to get under the bridge. The river is particularly fast flowing today, and when the waterway narrows, the flow increases, so it requires more effort to get through because you're working against the flow and the tide. Explaining the details of the rescue operation, Mr Humphreys said, Rather than leave it under the bridge, it's not in a place of safety if other vessels come through. We've lowered him under control, brought him downstream using lines and personnel power, and tied him up. Speaking after the rescue, Mr Fisher revealed it was not the first time firefighters had come to his aid. It's the second time in five years I've had the brigade out to me. I once got stuck on the River Trent while trying to rescue another boat, he said. (laughs) Praising his rescuers, he said, I feel great now. The firefighters did a marvellous job. They've been... (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. Without them, I'd have been stuck. On a boat, you go with the flow, and that flow is saying, I'm going nowhere, he joked. (laughs) And he really did them sneezes as well. That was... uh, I was bringing that story to life. He was. It was like he was there <laughs> for the water's edge. <laughs> and it's important to know in Mark's story here, for those are uh, overseas listeners, that in here in the UK, we have, what is it we have, Mark? We have, what's the, the canals. We have canals. Yes. These canals are very, very thin streams, rather than rivers. Then they're very, they're man-made. Very, Yes, and they're very slow and idyllic and everything else we use back to bring coal and all sorts back in the day. Crazy fact, because of the Industrial Revolution, just backing onto what you just said, oh, yeah. Birmingham has more miles of canal than Venice. Really? Yep. What a lot hell? of people say, a lot of people think the fact is that Birmingham has more canals than Venice, but I don't think that's strictly true. I think it's Birmingham has more miles of canal than Venice does. And of course, if you've all seen Peaky Blinders, again, that's case in point what we're talking about. But narrow boats aren't very heavily powered boats. It's important to know mm-hmm. that in that situation. So, lawnmowers. Yeah, they literally are lawnmowers <laughs> on these huge 60 foot long, very narrow boats, hence narrow boat. What a funny country we are. We are a funny old mob. We are a little lion, aren't we? I've got a narrow boat story for you. Yeah. Have you ever been on one? I'm glad you asked, Mark. Yes, I've been on holiday on one. I haven't. I kind of want to. Oh, oh maybe, maybe. Unless that's... Well, it depends on how your story that you're about to tell me goes. <laughs> well, well, it's important to know that in my more headstrong days, when things I didn't calculate things maybe as much as I should have, my slightly <laughs> younger years, I persuaded Kerry that we should go, just me and her and our dog Bean at times, the Chihuahua mix, should go on a narrow boat holiday. So I had this mm-hmm. idyllic summertime thing in my head, you know, drinking a beer and moored up and putting a fishing line in the water. So I do a lot I do a little bit of fishing. And we hired a boat that you know just like anything you go online, you put your parameters in on the narrow boat website and you say, Oh I must accept dogs, two people, no kids, kids, whatever, right? So I pile this but I haven't got a clue what I'm doing, but I know that he accepts dogs and all the rest of it. So uh, what you do is you get it's like a uh, you take all your bits and get your box full of goodies to put on board and bread and milk and tea and coffee and whatever you want. We rolls up at this place and it was just basically you park the dock, you park in there like car park, you leave your car there and you go down and there's tons of basically you're filling the narrowboat up where they fill it up with uh, diesel. Mm-hmm. So we roll up this sixty foot sixty foot mark <laughs> boat. And I'm like, 
that's never ours. He went, yeah, that's the one you're right. I went, so he's a bit big. <laughs> he said, you ever been on a, you ever manned a narrowboat before? I said, well, I've been on a riverboat, but I've never been on a narrowboat. So he's a bit big. I've been big. on a pedal, <laughs> Is that good enough? <laughs> yes. Um, to say it was a trial by fire was an understatement because <laughs> narrowboats, unlike riverboats, they steer backwards. So if you go right, they go left. If you steer left, they go right. Yeah. Uh, my dyslexic brain couldn't figure this one out very well, and I was very <laughs> dramatic. It was like all the way to one side, and we'd be making these very dramatic turns all of a sudden. <laughs> and he went, to, in order to get to the other, because we picked it up in a village just outside of Corby, you had to go through uh, a narrow boat tunnel that's over a mile long, and it is very tight. And we're getting, we get to the edge of this. And mind you, narrow boats have got one tiny light at the front. Mine's yeah. the tight, tight, uh, lights inside. I said to go, I said, I don't think I can do it. I said, I'll be genuine here. I think I don't think I can get us through that hole all right. I think I'll smash, crash, God knows what. So Kerry took over the, the rudder. Yeah. And we went in, and there's me and Bean, both with our life jackets on inside the <laughs> sitting there going, it's all right, dog. It'll be all right. It all goes dark. We're going, shit. I'll give Kerry a juicy boss leveled it and got us through it. But it was, we got to the other side and I said, we got to the point in this where it opened up a bit. And before the, what they call the dams, but you drop the water. Lock. The lock. Yes. We got in front of yeah. the lock and I said, look, I don't think I could go. You know, we, we, we you need to know what you're doing with this stuff. I said, look, if I, I think we stop here because we were at a turning. So we moored up and I just said, look, let's see. It was getting on the evening. There was a pub. We'd visited this part along the river anyway. So we decided, you know, there's a pub there. There's an Indian restaurant. So let's stop for the night, figure out in the morning. I said, you know, by working out the very short time you book, it was like, if we go any further, I don't think we'll be back at the dock where we're meant to drop the boat back off in time. So we literally, we went through the tunnel, moored up. We spent the whole holiday moored up at this um, a village. I can't remember its name. It's beautiful. But... It was one of those ones where I think if there was a lot of you, where you could all know you could all man the ship as so to speak, or man the boat, and you could have yeah. people up on the side, people on the ropes on mm-hmm. the side, or I think you'd be fine. But for just two of you on a sixty-foot long narrow boat who have no experience with narrow <laughs> boats, it was very, very nerve-wracking. But it was beautiful when we did it. It was an amazing time, you know. We we tried that then the, the beam was loud in the pub, all that. But yes, definitely, if you have a few of you, and you went for say four days i think you'd have an amazing time because you'd have everybody you could have someone steering someone to on the lock and you could all be taking part not two of you going yeah you're looking at this <laughs> lock and you're going nah ain't happening <laughs> we'll stay here so yeah we'll stay here so we plonked in the anchors and all that crap and <laughs> we just stayed up it, it was an amazing time i've got to admit it's a different world on the canals it's very you don't even people wouldn't even know you were there it's so it's very um model model village esque yeah. is how I would describe it. So it's a fantastic uh, fantastic experience, but I think more people the better is where I How go long about. was the trip? How long did you stay in this village? <laughs> we did I think it was through two nights, three days. On the third day okay. you have to be back by a certain time. But right. Because I booked I didn't think it I didn't really think about the journey ahead. So to get through the locks takes a little bit of time because especially if the water's down and you're 
if the water's down, but you're up, you have to bring it up first, then to bring it yeah. back down. We're basically talking water elevators. Here, yes, water elevators, everybody. If you look it up yeah. on YouTube, they're very, and you'll see what I mean. And there's, at the end of every lock, there's a bit where the the concrete that's at the bottom, whatever's at the bottom they've designed, sticks out. So you have to, as the water's dropping, you have to be keeping the engine going a bit, going forward, so you don't end up with the arse end of it up in the air. Where So I was like... Oh man, I've either got to go and drop the water, and Kerry's got to man the the boat, or I've the Kerry's got to go and do the water, and I've got. So I was like, nah, it felt too much pressure, mate. So lovely village we stayed at. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely because we, of course, don't forget as well, we had to turn this, we had to turn the sodding thing round. So the bit where we'd stopped was right where one of these massive um turnaround <laughs> points yes yeah, yeah it's basically <laughs> and the idea is it, it, they widen it so you can spin it's easy because it's literally you crank the power on you all the way to one side and, up, and it just it turns like a clock do a 180 yeah but i think it'd be awesome fun for more people but for just two of you who have no idea of really how uh, like he was taking us through all these bits he was like yeah you dump that out there you punch out the bilge pump at night and you're like you said the going, oh, slow down, mate. Yeah. Where's that's the steering wheel? Yeah, you know, you're at that bit, and he's like, nah, he'd be fine. Yeah, next old men meet up. <laughs> Let's all get an arrow boat. Oh, <laughs> that'd be excellent, mate. You'd have such a laugh, <laughs> Rosie and Jim. Rosie and Jim. <laughs> so, there we go. Then there's places you can go that have hardly no locks as well. So, but it, is, it was awesome fun, it was really good fun because. It's one of them, you know, because I think literally the boat goes all of a few mile an hour. It doesn't, you know, even it yeah. opened up. You're not, you know, you're, it's not like you're racing at 90 mile an hour. You could have just driven to this village in half an hour. Oh, yeah, quite literally, yeah. From our house, our flat at the time in Corby to where we went, it was it was like 15, 20 minutes down the road. So it was that. But I just, oh, I see the look at this. I'll just look at this lot going. Oh, it's a lot scarier now. I've got someone's boat in my hands. You know what I mean? I don't want to wreck it. <laughs> So there we go, uh, narrow boats, funny. fun with lots, not on your own. That's, that's funny. Uh, crazy news number two. Please. It would have blown the whole place up. Schoolgirl in Australia avoids crash by steering runaway bus away from fuel pumps. <sighs> now, this may require some Googling for listeners, if you want to see the video, because video exists of this. But we're going back. We're going back. We've visited here before, twice before, Ben. This is our third visit to New South Wales in Australia. Good day. And this is Isabel Miller grabbed the steering wheel of a Casino High school bus as it crossed the road and headed towards cars refueling at a minimart. A 14-year-old girl has been hailed a hero after her quick thinking stopped a runaway school bus from crashing into a petrol station in northern New South Wales. The Casino High School bus was parked outside the school last Wednesday when it started rolling forwards with no driver at the wheel. Isabel Miller, who had only boarded the bus in order to chat to friends, ran down to the front of the vehicle and grabbed the steering wheel as it crossed the road and headed directly towards cars refuelling at North Casino Minimart. The brake went, I assume, and it started rolling and, as it's a slight hill, it picked up speed, said Faith Pittman, an employee at the petrol station and a former Casino High School student. But the young girl has run up to the front of the bus and put on the brake and snapped the wheel the other way. Miller was able to steer the bus to the side of the main refuelling area where it came to a jerky rest. Love a jerky rest. 
CCTV footage of the incident shows customers and an attendant standing in the path of the runaway coach before Miller sees the wheel. Speaking with Nine's Today Show, the Year 9 students said that everyone was freaking out at the time. No one was doing anything to stop the bus, so I ran up to the front of the bus and steered it away from getting hit, she said. It was pretty scary to think that if I didn't do anything, something bad could have happened. <laughs> I think she's understating that. Not much. <laughs> she said she had driven a car once in a paddock, but had no other driving experience. Pittman said a teacher had attempted to push the bus away from danger, but it was the actions of Miller that averted disaster. If it had hit the pump, it would have blown the whole place up, she said. As you can imagine, it definitely could have been a disaster. The bus driver was believed to have been talking to a teacher at the time. He ran after the bus as it rolled away, she said. Miller's efforts earned her a certificate of appreciation. Ugh, fucking hell, Mark. Miller's efforts earned her a certificate of appreciation. I can't say that word. Appreciation. From the service station, along with a gift of $100. Dollary dues. The Minimart manager, Erin Witten, thanked Miller for her selfless and quick thinking and act of courage and bravery. If she hadn't done what she did, last Wednesday afternoon could have ended catastrophically, she wrote in a social media post. All the team at North Casino Minimart are in debt and just super thankful for this beautiful young lady. She said she was appealing to local MP Kevin Hogan to give Miller a bravery award. The casino high school principal, Trent Graham, said the Richmond Valley Mayor Robert Musto have also praised the teenager for her actions. North South Wales Police confirmed it was investigating the incident. Thus ends the article. Well done. Bad ting. Of oh, course, Mark, we want to at this point pop quiz hotshot. <laughs> There's a bomb on a bus. It is a bit speed, isn't it? It is definitely speedish. Apart from <laughs> she wanted it to stop. Yeah. <laughs> not speed up. <laughs> not do the opposite. Yeah. Not do the uh, anti speed. <laughs> the prequel. <laughs> I hope there's other people listening to the podcast that watch or have watched Father Ted as well because the, <laughs> the episode of that that is speed but they're in a milk float is that... <laughs> uh, <laughs> think the milk float's going to explode <laughs> uh, that episode's the best Craigie <laughs> Island uh, I love that one <laughs> so I mean yeah I mean f- for all credit to her, I mean it was more the petrol station and the oncoming traffic probably in the lane that would have made the bigger bang here but yeah and the fact that there was people stood in the path of the bus as well yeah I mean bus aren't known to be light and feathery things are they no. huffing chuffing great big things especially in Australia as well I should imagine I wonder if they have like like the Americans do like bigger buses than what <laughs> we would I don't know but still there was nothing I loved more, nothing I loved more in Grand Theft Auto <laughs> than driving cars into petrol stations. <laughs> Bit off point, but yeah, I respect that. You set a car on course for a petrol station and go full speed and then just <laughs> before you out. get to the petrol station, you jump out. Yeah, bail out. <laughs> Boom. What, and when was, what was the last Grand Theft Auto you played, Mark? The last one I played mm-hmm. was Vice City. I did that on stream when the remake came out. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the remake. Let's <laughs> mm, said about did that. You play, did you play five? Yeah, oh, you played five. Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I played. I played. I think I've played through GTA five three times. Oh wow! Okay, I don't yeah. think I've ever played GTA five. Oh, it's good. The story is really good. That's a good yeah. Yeah. God damn it! Amazing game. Of course, the trailer. The trailer for GTA six is coming out. 
Very, very yes. soon. I've, I've heard a lot of hype. Like I said, I've never been there. Uh, me- <laughs> I've never been behind. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for GTA 6, Ben. <laughs> When's that next year? I don't know. Yeah, no it's going to be next year. Isn't it? I think the last big release before the end of this year is the new Avatar game. And uh, also talking about uh, petrol stations and video games, Slim Boy Fat and me have a an aversion to uh, petrol stations in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Was this where one of you goes and starts to rob it while the other one blows it up with a minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It still happens today. I can't play Fortnite and see a, for- see a petrol station and not shoot it. <laughs> I'm in it, dear, whatever. <laughs> Mark, I'm inside. It's fine. <laughs> I like them two news stories, mate. I especially like the glory hole one. Yeah, well, I like your crocodiles and alligators. Nicely Aww, themed. So. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Coming this Christmas. Get ready for the self-help sensation of the century. Meet Slim Boy Fat 82 the man who's got more problems than his wife has dietary needs, but has the solutions that will flush all your sadness down the commode. SlimboyFat82 is not your typical self-help guru. He's a husband, a father, a Twitch streamer, and the undisputed manager of a plumber's merchant. But most importantly, he's a grumpy old git with a heart of gold. Yeah, I manage pipes all day. But you know what? Life's the biggest pipe of them all. And I'm here to help you unclog it. Introducing his groundbreaking book, Sounds Like a You Problem, the ultimate guide to turning life's leaks into laughter. Look, if your life's messier than a pizza with extra cheese, I've got the fix. And if you can't handle it, well, sounds like a you problem. Slim Boy Fat 82's patented dad jokes will have you crying tears of laughter faster than a burst water pipe. But don't worry, he's got the duct tape of wisdom to patch up those tears in your soul. Life's too short to be serious all the time. It's like ordering a pizza without pepperoni. It just doesn't make sense, you absolute bastards. Join Slim Boy Fat 82 on a journey filled with laughter, life lessons, and maybe a few too many pizza deliveries. Get ready for the book that will literally have you reading words from a page. So if your life's more chaotic than a Twitch streamer with a laggy connection, grab a slice of wisdom, a side of humour, and remember, sounds like a you problem. Sounds like a you problem, because sometimes... All you need is a grumpy old git to guide you through the twists and turns of life. Coming soon to bookstores near you. Old passions. Passions that are old. Yay. (laughs) What have we chosen this week, Mark? Well, we've had lots of categories that you and I have thought we could talk about. Yes. But my suggestion this week was because we were talking about something like we were talking about Game of Thrones. That's right, we was, and that made me think, why don't we talk about TV shows? We kind of brushed over them before, many times before. We haven't spoken depth about TV shows, have we? No, not the mess that we've probably uh, watched and get excited about. That's for sure, because you dropped. I would say most... you probably more than me. Yeah, I. I, I when when it's time, I watch a lot less than I used to, but 
I, there's mm. a few TV shows now I won't miss, even if people say, oh, you know, the the uh, people say, oh, no, don't watch it. It's not like it's, I, I, it's my opinion that matters, like we always say. Well, sorry, mine to myself. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm one of those people where if a show is massive and really, really popular and everyone loves it and they go, oh, you've got to watch this, you've got to watch this, you've got to watch this, I don't watch it out of principle. <laughs> But I will. But I get round to it at some point. So yeah. I still haven't seen Squid Game. I haven't seen it either, for that very same fact. Should we watch it together? <laughs> watch along. Yeah. Is this still on um, uh, Netflix? I presume it would be. Presumably. Anyway. Yeah. But yes, I didn't <laughs> watch it for that. I, I'm the same. If exactly the same. Oh, I didn't. No. I, well, I will watch it. Like I said, but just not on your demand. Yeah. <laughs> I watch it when I fucking want to watch yeah, it. Right. <laughs> so lately, Mark, I have been watching the new Godzilla series. These Monarch Secrets and something the good, the one based around how Monarch started and all the rest of it. I saw something about this on social media earlier today. Is it a TV series then? I thought yes. it was a movie. Or was there uh, a new Godzilla movie as well? Uh, there's two new Godzilla movies. You've got Godzilla minus one, which is currently airing in Japan and over here, and then you've got that, which is a Japanese Godzilla film, and then you've got an Americanized. You've got the new one with um, it's going to be called the new band is going to be called Scar King, who's going to be like an orangutan esque ape that Godzilla and King Kong have to go up against. There, <laughs> they've classified mm-hmm. it that because orangutans are more intelligent or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's something to do with that. But anyway, yes. But yes, is, this is a minus one is the one that I heard. It's meant to be very, very, very good. Yes, I'm waiting for it to arrive on certain applications, sir. So uh, yes. I am waiting for it. But that's the movie. Talk about your TV mm, shows. TV shows. Yes, Monarch. Off. I'm going to just call it Monarch. Yeah, it's probably got some sort of sub, you know, something and something, but very, very good. It's mm. the, the um, I was going to say the graphics. The CGI has been very good. We've seen the big G-Man's finally arrived. I'm mm. not going to say anything beyond that because obviously spoilers, but we want to watch it. It's got Kurt Russell in it. Okay. And it's got lots of other stars. The, the younger stars, I don't recognise. They're all new to my eyes. But the callbacks, they're calling them back, obviously, because they've got the movies to pull from. That's been very, very good. I think there are three or four episodes in now. That's It's on Apple TV. That's okay. a good watch. Um, what's the newest one you've watched, sir? The newest? Mm, the newest. The newest one I've watched was Loki. Oh, yes. Series two. Series two which I think might be the best series of anything Marvel has put out so far. That's a big, big hype for that. I mean... I loved it. And I, there's, I know a lot of people have got MCU burnout <laughs> and a lot of people are bored of it. A lot of people are done with it. And a lot of it, a lot of the most recent stuff that's since Endgame has been, there's been a lot of guff. Yeah. Put it that way. There has been but a lot of guff. Season two of Loki was phenomenal. I still haven't watched that. I recommend it, sir. But I haven't watched season one either. Well, yeah, you need season one for <laughs> season two. Season one of it, I, I, it was a bit weird. Yeah. Still really good. Is it got the, who's the guy with the dodgy nose actor? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. He's in it, is wow. that right? Wow. 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 That's what he said. Yeah, he's nose. in it. Yeah. Season two is, honestly, mate, uh, if you get through season one, it, the payoff in season two is, <laughs> oh, and it, Without spoilers, it, it ties off Loki's storyline in the MCU. Oh, perfectly. right. End of credit scene? 
There's no post credit in the credit scene. Ooh. It surprised me. They do do them in the series, don't they? they do, yeah, they do. Yeah. But there wasn't. And see, the, the, the best MCU Disney Plus show, WandaVision, in my opinion. But I'm debating in my mind which is better out of WandaVision or season two of Loki. I thought WandaVision was very funky, is how I'd dub it. But I didn't watch it all. Okay. I got to very near the end, and then we got sidetracked with something else. Okay. But I do like both the actors in that. The um, what's, what's the English chap's name? Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah. And what's the lady? Elizabeth Olsen. That's it. Mary Kate and Ashley's sister. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what would you, what would be your. Mo, if if I could say right, you've you've got to take one series, and it doesn't matter how long, it could be short or long, to a desert island. If you only got that TV series to watch, what would you take? Yeah, I've got two answers. What two series? I was going to ask no, because I was going to ask you because it's two separate questions for me. Right, is what is your favourite TV series ever? Okay. And what is the best TV series ever? Because for me, that's two different answers. I mean, definitely something like Game of Thrones would be up there for me. Mm-hmm. I could, I, I, I want to sit down and rewatch that. Well, bar season eight, as we all know, but I'd watch I've been it. Thinking about that recently, I keep saying to Mary, "Well, she actually brought it up first. We should rewatch Game of Thrones. Yeah, not to finish because there's lots of bits trailer for season two of The House of the Dragon is out." You kindly post it, and I linked off it, sir, in the Discord. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, there's a guy I watch on YouTube called Emergency Awesome. And yeah, I know I, that. I know that channel. Love yeah. that channel, yeah. I like the breakdowns <laughs> and the Easter eggs, because obviously I'm not as clued up as some people, but... My go-to is Screen Crush, but Screen Emergency Crush. Awesome is another okay. one. Okay, it's similar. they similar. Yeah, same right. thing. Okay, same thing. Yeah. I'll look them up then. But <laughs> yeah, definitely say probably if I was going to... I don't know if I, I don't know if it'd be my best because it is phenomenal. I mean that the red and purple wedding scene, I didn't mm-hmm. know that was coming in it, and I was nope, still gobsmacked to this day. I was like, the end was, yeah, <laughs> just have <laughs> that shit. Yeah. You know I mean? whoa, 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 calm down. <laughs> that episode really screws you up. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really screws you up. Whoa. So, I'd probably that that'd be. What was the two question? What is favorite and best? Yeah. Hmm. Because my favourite TV series ever, and the one that I can rewatch forever, and the one that I have rewatched many, many times, is Scrubs. Right. Yep. Because that just covers every base. It's hilarious and heartbreaking, and yeah, it's I love it so much. But for me, best TV series of all time is Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is very good. It's incredible. Very good science shit. A chili pea. <laughs> I'm torn in two minds. Out of which of them do I take to a desert island? You see, do you know the one I'd take? What Taskmaster? That's a good shout. I really like Taskmaster. I need to watch more. I've only ever caught the odd episode of that, and I need to properly watch it because I've loved it. There's certain when they've got a nice gel of comedians and they all gel together. It's better than when they get a few that never really sort of. They don't get the flow on together, but this latest yeah. one with the that has been really solid. But yeah, I'd probably say I'm, I'm going the Desert Island one. I'm taking Game of Thrones because you could watch that again and again and pick up on things you didn't pick up upon. 
Yeah, it is one of those. But for yeah. me, it just it just tails off too much right at the very end. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Six to seven series of amazing storytelling, and then they get to season eight and go, well, fuck, we've got to finish this. <laughs> Bam. I know. Oh, a bit disappointing. Were they running out of budget? Why did do, do we ever know why they? Why I they think did that's that? what I think it was something to do with budget. Just seems like such a criminal. They could have just kept it going for ages, but yeah. they've they've decided we've got to finish it in this one season we've got left. <laughs> Pack it all in now. <laughs> yeah, and they did. But redeem <laughs> on the redeeming end, obviously, House of Dragons. House of the Dragon season one was amazing. Uh, I, yeah, I thought it was. I've also thought it was. Um, oh, mate, boy, I'm terrified for season two. I know uh, it's Matt Smith's character, brilliant. Um, yeah. the, the queen and um, the princess. Is that right? Yeah, we would be. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, mate, feel from it every turn, especially with the old uh, high tower guy, um, the, mm-hmm. the, oh, the Welsh guy. Oh, winding it all up all the time, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. mate. Definitely, so good. Oh, so good. Now I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm hoping they just take it so because I love the dragons. Dragons are my favourite mythical, mm. legendary, whatever they are, car- um, sort of animal. Yeah, and um, crypto animal. I suppose they'd be crypto <laughs> today. But yes, mythical. I mean, yeah, they are. But I love the dragon, and I like that they've all got backstories and. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I drown in that sort of stuff, mate. Love and the direwolves. Oh, the dub. Well, Ghost is that's well partly where Ghost gets his name from. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I love, I love all that stuff. I love it when it's got background. It's not just yeah, they're dragons and we ride them. It's like well, that one. You know it, why, Ben? Why? Because we're both massive nerds. Yes, definitely, mate. <laughs> we like fantasy. I love fantasy. Yeah. I think it's one that I I used to mm-hmm. think films were the way. The I used to always say that. A film was the last way I think you could really lose yourself in it. But nowadays, the, the the quality of the TV series coming out, they can pump out like the um, what's that one you recommend to it? Shrinkage, shrinking, oh, shrinking. Oh, mate, phenomenal, so good, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso, phenomenal. Everything, everything Bill Lawrence has done. So obviously, I said about Scrubs, mm-hmm. and he's also done Cougar Town and Shrinking and Ted Lasso and Spin City. I haven't got around to watching Spin City yet, but all the others absolutely adored. I think he's a magician. That yeah, guy. I mean, I'm as you know, I'm not the biggest football fan, but love Ted Lasso. No, Mary doesn't like football, and she absolutely loved Ted Lasso. Yeah, so you know, it's, <laughs> but, so yeah, um, that finished this year. I know. Yeah, I was well glad to see that go. Did we a tier or three? Yeah. Also, uh, amongst my other favorite TV shows, one that. Timothy made you watch, and I was very, very pleased he did because now you understand some of our jokes. What's that? IT crowd. I took, yeah, we did watch. We did watch that. <laughs> Father, so funny. <laughs> proper the, British humour, proper nerdy stuff. Yeah, so the, funny. The, the, definitely the 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 actress in that. She needs to be used in more stuff. Yeah, but because she was on Taskmaster. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Catherine Parkinson. Yeah, she was very good. Um, but she was in a sitcom on the BBC about Stevenage, really? based on an Emma, Emma, Ken, Emma Kennedy book. Yeah, there you Can't go. What it was called now. Yeah, <laughs> but IT Crowd was very good, and it's, that's where I bumped into. Is it Matt Berry? Mm-hmm. That is his name. Because yeah, yeah, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, oh, like uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Uh, Toast. Have you seen Toast of London? I've 
seen lots of clips. So was it Yes Clef Fandango or whatever? <laughs> yeah, Yes Clef Fandango, I can hear you. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's done that in the Toaster toast Tinsel's Town and Toast of the first one, whichever the mm. first one he's done on it. Like, he's such a good... And, um, and of course, the Mighty Boosh. Yes, the Mighty... Both and, him and Richard Ayawadi were in there. <laughs> He, he plays like he's meant to be a Sherlock Holmesy character back in the day. Year of the Rabbit. Oh yeah. Oh, I so <laughs> want there to be a new a new season. I loved him in that. He's just look, the best. Yeah. He's so funny. Yeah, you know, if, you, if you're listening out there, you've not seen some of these ones we're saying. Honestly, go check them out. I think I'll have it, to send you a link to the uh, the nature stuff he's done on YouTube. <laughs> it's like it's like like the David Attenborough stuff but it's him narrating it instead and it's just so stupid he's such an untapped <laughs> talent especially because not yeah. a lot of people have seen what we do in the shadows but it's also got face jacker in it <laughs> yeah who's brilliant um, they're all good in that you know the anyway yeah so um, what's the oldest series that you still like today what would be in, in like years old like if I said the bill I know it's not going to be the bill but oldest series that I still watch today the Dragon Ball count? I suppose that's from the 80s. Yeah. Is there anything older than 80s I watch? When was... Do you ever watch 40 Towers? Or Only Fools and Horses? Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen 40 Towers. I've seen Only Fools and Horses. I wouldn't say I still watch them. Okay. So I'd still watch, I'd still watch them both today. I still watch Only Fools and Horses today. Certain episodes, not more yeah. back to back. Blackadder. All of them. Dad's <sighs> Army. Blackadder. Yeah. I love Blackadder. All of them. We watch them. We'll watch them at Christmas, funny enough. We'll watch them back mm. to back. From um, At what time of year, sorry? Christmas time of year, Mark. Oh, Christmas. Sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> That's all right. But it's genuine. I'm not just like winging yeah, the yeah. word. <laughs> I suppose a lot of this is angled around. Very, how about, how about um, American shows, sir? American shows, like old American shows you could watch. Anything old of? American shows. Yeah, like uh, Married with Children or... Scrubs is American, sir. I think would that be the oldest you would go, though? Oh, no, it's not American. the oldest. I don't know what the oldest would be, though. I love The Office, the US Office. Uh, I'm just thinking of American shows. I love Parks and Recreation is amazing. Oh, Parks and Recreation is good. Have you ever watched the one with Steve Carell in it where he's in charge of the space commandos or something? Yeah. Oh. It's by the same people, Space Force. Yeah, Space Space Force. Force. That sounds about right. That's (laughs) awesome too. Yeah. (laughs) Greg Daniels. So well. He was also King of the Hill. And The Simpsons Simpsons is probably the oldest American show I watch. Yeah. Because that started in 89, I think. Something like that. It was, yeah. It's got to be something like that, yeah. Simpsons is still going today. Simpsons is still going, but I don't watch it. I only watch the first 10 seasons. Yeah. Well, the first, between specifically probably between season three and season eight. I think that was the absolute peak, and I can probably recite every word to you. <laughs> I can remember. I love the uh, classic Simpsons. I would recommend going into and watch, they did an episode where it's called Not It, where it's right. all about Pennywise. That's very good. I only watched <laughs> that episode. But yeah, I must have been started. It started, even though they're still making it today, I know... I'm not a diehard fan enough to keep on watching it. I'm trying to think of old shows. About well, animation wise, we've just spoken about Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. I know we're getting into modern, but Dragon Ball Z was quite old, wasn't it? Yeah, and Dragon Ball say, before think, that, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that all started in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So that's all getting all a bit now. Also, recently, I recommended to you Dragon Ball Abridged. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dragon Ball Z abridged, which is on YouTube. And that's about 15 years old now. <laughs> I started watching it. I watched uh, episode one. <laughs> it's it is brilliant. good. It is really good, it's... actually. I wouldn't recommend it as your source material. I'd recommend no. watching Dragon Ball Z first and then watching yeah. Dragon Ball Z abridged. And if you don't want to, if you want to fast track it, Dragon Ball Kai. Dragon Ball Z Kai. Kai, yeah. that's it. That's they. They've sort of tidied it up a bit. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z abridged is Dragon Ball Z Kai even quicker. <laughs> they've, they've just, it's literally just main storyline, but yeah. they've made it ridiculously over the top and funny. A lot, fan dub. a lot of them showing style animations, they do lean upon a great big speech for a lot of episodes sometimes. And especially in Dragon Ball, it's 20 <laughs> minutes of... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so, yeah, I know you're building up. You don't, don't build up that long. <laughs> Come on it was, when, it was when Fraser blew up Planet Namek and he said, oh, we've got five minutes left before the planet explodes. And it's like 20 episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> they're still there <laughs> you don't need to be this long <laughs> so yeah we're not saying they're, they're golden but they are very good if you're into into that world yeah they definitely when we're talking about anime they definitely put a lot of filler in yeah flesh it out a lot <laughs> drag it out well, I keep, <laughs> Which, I, um, one of the reasons I understand behind that is because often they caught and surpassed the actual manga being written so they have to is yeah. that the reason why, isn't it, normally? I think, it? I believe so. They overtake it. Or so that they don't overtake it, yeah. Yes. That's it. <laughs> it's like um, Naruto. Why couldn't could Game of Thrones done that? <laughs> yeah. Because that's still, the last book of that still hasn't come out, has it? The last song of a, a song no, of Fire Alarm. not at all. No, he's still... Well, every time he, he tweeted recently, every time someone asked him when the new book's coming out, he kills off a, uh, he kills off a Stark. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> such a great. No, I never people take them seriously. It's like, oh, come on. But yeah, so uh, series wise, so yes, um, I think what's the oh, here we go. What's the worst TV series you've ever done the lot? You know, you've actually watched. You've gone. It's going to get better, and it still didn't. Any you can think of? No, if I'm bored or something, and I don't want to watch it, I'll just stop watching it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. I can't watch it. Yeah, we've we've survived a few. I'm trying to think that maybe worse is a harsh word, but I know uh, the doctor doesn't agree with me. But I did, I did struggle through She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, again, <laughs> it, it, I understand what they wanted to try and do with it, but yeah, there was a few episodes where it was that a bit... would be the only thing I could think of. Because if anything, and if anything Marvel or Star Wars comes out, I will watch it. But some of the Marvel series, I've I've forced myself to watch through it just because I, I need to know everything that happens. Yeah, She Hulk was a struggle. Uh, and uh, was it, is it Andor the spy one? That's I need to watch that. That's yeah. another one because I watched the first two episodes of Andor, and I I couldn't tell you anything that happened. No, it was the, anything, I, I struggled. But apparently, that. I've heard everyone has been raving about Andor and says it's amazing. So I need to. I think that's why they released the first two or three episodes at once. So yeah, I think I you need to get through. I think you need to get through them. I think it's like I would say to you, it's like the payoff of Loki season one. I would say probably the same about Andor. It's one of the ones where you see yeah. going, "Well, what's he, boy? Ooh, you know what I mean a bit." But yeah. and are they? Is that my right in thinking they're bringing out a new Mandalorian soon? Should we get a new season of that? First, I've heard about it. What did they? I think end the next it? thing Was we're it? getting is the movie. Oh, the movie, of course, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of, not the series. 
So yes, so how about you, cast listeners? You heard us waffle on about series we like. We'd like to hear from you. What is there some series me and Mark haven't mentioned that have got similar actors and news or similar styles that we'd like? You know, we've not mentioned. We're definitely open to uh, to watching anything and everything. As you know, we'll always give. I think the what they say is you should give. I think if if you're not liking it by the third episode, that's when you should bin it off. I believe mm-hmm. the words go. But uh, and of course we've not mentioned, but we have mentioned it today. Would be Peaky Blinders stuff like that as well. That's all never good. watched it. You never watched it. Mm-mm. It's it's good, but again, it's uh, I think they took too many seasons, and you know, I think they could have calmed yeah. it down a bit. But but yeah, that again. But anyway, like I was saying, if you've if you've watched something that you think me and Mark would like, or you think that the community would like, we'd love to hear what you would say. And I'm going to take Scrubs on the desert island with me. <laughs> Oh, How many seasons is that? Seven, eight? <laughs> Contentious. There's nine seasons. Nine. I would take. I would take eight on the desert. <laughs> uh, they uh, the last episode of season eight is the end of Scrubs. Right. Okay. So it's like that, is it? And then they, they wanted to reboot it as Scrubs Med School, but the <laughs> the TV company, whoever it was, yeah. So you're right. them. So so it came out as season nine of Scrubs, and it lasted half a season, and then got cancelled. Oh, <laughs> a shame when they do that, isn't it? Which I think it would have done really well if it was as a spin-off because it's not bad. Yeah, but it's not Scrubs, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it didn't have the same feel. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, the first eight seasons of Scrubs. There we go. Mark's taking Scrubs, and I'm taking Taskmaster. There we go. So both comedy esque. And to our non-UK watchers, I believe that Taskmaster now is, I think, South Africa, Canada, America. They've old Alex has taken it here, there, and everywhere. So I believe there's more than just the UK version. So if you want it with your comedians in it, localized, uh, come 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 (laughs) Ask us anything. Anything. Ask us anything. Anything you want. And I think the first question that we've got here is very suitable. Very apt. Would you agree? This is this is a topic that we didn't even cover in our old passions. Quiz shows. Game shows. Mm, definitely. Ains Kev asked, if you could go on any TV game show ever made, which one do you reckon you would smash the living daylights out of? Thinking along the lines of Bullseye, Crystal Maze, The Cube, Jungle Run, Pointless, The Chase, etc., etc. Funhouse. <laughs> Funhouse. Funhouse is a whole It's a quiz, it's a race. Crazy to be it's won. a real wacky place. <laughs> it's a real crazy show where anything will go. Mm. Use your body and your brain <laughs> if you want to play the game. I've actually got a serious answer for this, but it's still it's based on because I can remember when I was a kid. I would have gone with Nightmare. And I don't know if you can remember this. You remember is that, that Nightmare with a K? That is Nightmare with a K. It certainly is. Tragar, the Dungeon Master. <laughs> now, um, I, I wanted to be on that show. Oh, I love to be on that show. Like You get your, two, your three mates plus someone wears the helmet and then they would direct you. You couldn't see where you were going, but you had a knapsack for putting food in, Mark, and you get your three mates with their pen and paper. I think they were, I want to say... Nine and up to about thirteen. That had the age gap. I want to say something. Like I haven't watched it. There's a, you can watch them all on YouTube. But basically, you would be. It was a fantasy show where you had to make it to the end of the the dungeon and stop the 
I forget the evil doer, but it was very tongue in cheek evil. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love that. I mean, I know it's I know it's a kids thing, but I, I, they did it for an adult show for comic relief or something like that. So, okay, I'm gonna say nightmare because I want to. I saw Ames's question and she said pointless in it, and that made me think straight away. Oh yeah, pointless because I love pointless. Okay, I don't know if I should be any good at it. I've applied to go on pointless. And I've been down to Boreham Wood, down to Elstree, and I've been in the studio. I've been in the audience for an episode of Pointless. Ooh. Love it. But my answer, Benjamin Jones. Yes, ma'am. Is catchphrase. What's the chips there? That is the quiz show. When it's on TV, I, I swear I get every single one. <laughs> I, so I, I think I'm shit hot at catchphrase. It'd probably be completely different if I was there in the studio. Yeah, I was going to say, is it one of them? When but you're I'm always, there? I'm always, I'm always like screaming at the telly, like, "No, you <laughs> fucking idiot! It's this. It's <laughs> two pennies are worth one in the end." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do they still? Is that still going today? I think so. I know it got a. a, a it's not the uh, Irish fellow anymore, is it? I can't remember his name now. Something. It's not. Um, what was his name? Walker. Something Walker. Texas Ranger. Um, no, not Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Slightly, slightly different. <laughs> yeah. Pat Walker? No. Something like that. It's uh, Stephen Milo now, who now does um, Deal or No Deal. Ah, uh, yes. Reboot of that. Original catch phrase. Oh. Roy Walker. Roy Walker. He did it for years, didn't he? It's good, but it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> now to those who don't know what catchphrase is basically it was a show where you were shown an animation of some sort on the screen and you had a buzzer in front of you along with maybe three other contestants and the idea was is it would be um what was the word for a mark um they're not they are catchphrases but the, I'm trying a way of describing that so people know it's like uh Come on, what am I thinking? Think of a catchphrase. What would it be? Like the um, uh, too many cooks spoil the broth. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Too many cooks, but and it Something would like be that. a watched pot never boils. That's it. But you'd be shown in, and a... you're watching. They have a mascot called Mister Chip. <laughs> Mister Chips, and he'll be acting out the uh, the catchphrase on yeah. the screen. And you've got to say what you see. Say what you see. And, you've got to... <laughs> and you would press the button, and so say Mark gets the answer right. Then he would go into this next round where it would show him a. A scream of maybe I don't know ten squares. He would stop the top, stop anywhere on the square, and it would show another repeating catchphrase. It would phrase. reveal part of the catchphrase, yeah, underneath the square. And you basically until you, and then the next person got that, and it just jumped up and up and up until eventually. And for it, every catchphrase you get right, it adds money to yes, your pot. Money to your pot, and then eventually, did, was it optional to do the last round where it's just you, or could you walk no, so away? So there's, I think there was. You start off with three of you, I think, and then after round one, whoever has the least amount of money goes home. Yep. And then after round two, that happens, and then you go through to the final catchphrase, which is like the pyramid of catchphrases. That's it. And you have to choose one from the bottom row, choose one from the fourth row, choose yes. one from the third row, choose one from the second row, and you had to get them in a line from the bottom to the top of the triangle, like pyramid, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, like Connect Four. Yeah, catchphrase is a good shout, actually. I like catchphrase. That was definitely an um, an older show for sure like look but aims to say stuff like watched it recently but i'm not sure if it is still going now because like i said it was stephen mulhern that hosts it now but now he's not 
he's doing deal or no deal now I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Do you know what? Why I, do, I would never do the crystal ma crystal maze because I never want to be stuck on my own in one of them rooms because I couldn't get out and have to buy you out. I'd be sitting there. Going, I'd love that. I'd be chilling. It'd be all right in the desert. Love, zone. I would have loved to go on the crystal maze. I love that. Or Fort Boyard or any of them, especially Fort Boyard, just to meet Melinda Messenger back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. But yeah, I wish a version to bras. So basically, with that game show, you went into different areas, future zone, western zone, and Aztec zone, Aztec zone. That's it. And you had to do it would medieval be, zone. It'd be like squirt water into a specific hole to make something rise, to make something knock. And then the idea was to get a crystal. you had to do puzzles in each room, and you had to if you won the puzzle in the allotted amount of time, you get a crystal. And they weren't easy. They definitely weren't easy. The more crystals you amass, the uh, longer you got. In the, the, the dome, the crystal dome at the end. And this dome, your tickets. you had the gold and silver tickets, is that right? Yeah. And you basically had to get, for every gold it was worth money, but the idea is you wanted more gold tickets and silver tickets, and they deducted the amounts, because they're all basically, you're standing in a room, and each crystal was like five seconds, ten seconds on the clock, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And then basically right they start it off, massive blower, kick it about, and then you had to post them, sort of grab them, mid-air or anywhere and then post them for a little letterbox and then depending on how much you gold tickets you got they deducted your silver tickets and you walked away whatever the monetary value was of a gold ticket yeah but it was quite exciting so because don't forget this was what 90s when this came out yeah, it, yeah. no one had never done anything like that before but you know what we've not mentioned didn't you mark what takeshi's castle oh man i don't know if i want to go on it but <laughs> I want to be just watching it. I really want to do because you can do it in real life, and I don't know where. Can you? Not Takeshi's Castle, but something like Wipeout. A Wipeout. Oh, yeah, mate, that was such a funny one too. You can do it somewhere because I've I watched the Sidemen do it. Who was it? And I think I've watched. Yeah, I've watched a few people on YouTube have done it. Beta Squad did it as well. You can go and do. Total wipeout. I bet you have to sign a few waivers at that place, didn't you? Yeah. I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it. I don't care if I'm awful at it. Just getting knocked off of th something 30 feet high and getting <laughs> knocked the, into a lake. What's the, <laughs> uh, the big red balls? That's the for them. Like, how yeah. people did that? <laughs> but if we could say to any of the cast sisters, if you've never heard of Takeshi's Castle, just go and look it up on YouTube. I promise you there'll be some episodes. It is the maddest, most bonkers. I mean, Japanese love doing it anyway, but it is mad. I mean, they don't hold any punches in the early days, neither. Have you seen that Japanese game show where they've got to climb up? That's it's like a soapy slope. <laughs> that is that's, that's Takeshi's Castle, and it was part of one. That's but they did it on Takeshi's Castle as well. Yeah, they had to get up one side to get to it's the other. It's a whole game show of its own, I think. What was it? Where you have to like go up a soap, go up a slope that's like ridiculously slippery. Ooh. <laughs> it's just the first person to get to the top wins, and it's hilarious to watch YouTube. It is. <laughs> yeah, after talking to look that up, but yeah. I must admit, the I, I we would watch that on a weekend. If you wanted cheering up, I'd watch a few episodes of the guests. It's so you yeah. get you laughing. We've gone off on another tan tangent. Yeah, mate, sorry, yes, we're going we're going going back into old passions. Well we done. didn't even talk about these sort of game shows, quiz shows. No, we didn't even think of it. Sometimes we're sitting there going, "What should no. we do?" And this one would have been an awesome one. You know, another one I love: Family Fortunes. Is that the one where it's or what ten people said? Our survey says yeah, yeah. Family Feud in America. A Family Feud, of course. Family Fortunes over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sif and Jif. Snickers <laughs> Marathon. 
But yeah, what was it? Les Dennis used to do it. It was Les Dennis, and now it's Vernon Kay. Is it Vernon Kay now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like your your mother's favourite boy to like, isn't he? Well, I think the goat is the um, Steve Harvey, the guy that does Family Feud in America. Yeah, I mean he's been doing it for years, isn't he? Legend. So there we go, Ames. I hope me and Mark we're going, <laughs> we're doing Nightmare and we're doing Catchphrase. I hope that that yes. does it for you. Thank you for sending us down another rabbit hole, Ames. Yeah, yeah what would you do, Ames? Where, what's your, where's yours at? And if you haven't seen either uh, any of these ones we're looking at, just YouTube them just for clips and you'll get the idea of what we're talking about. Iced Buns 1995 says, uh, how much would it take for you to get spend the night in a cemetery? Well, I don't think, well I, someone would have to pay me to do that. Not much. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, was going to say, as long as I've got hot, but, but buy us hot food and hot drinks, there you go. So what's that? 30 quid a person. You can provide entertainment and sustenance. Mm. I'd stay there. <laughs> and in the summer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not in the winter. Sod the winter. and In the UK, at least. I wouldn't do it in the bloody Because um, this week, actually, I saw it on my Facebook memories. It's the, it was seven years since I slept rough on the streets of St. Albans for charity. Did you? Mm-hmm. Tell us more. That's pretty much the long and short of it, mate. I, I, I slept I slept rough on the street of St. Albans for a night to raise money for charity. Was you on your own? No, I was with a group. Oh, I was going to say, bloody hell, that's off to yeah. you, mate. I don't know if I had the yeah. bottle to do that. There was a few of us did it. What was it like? Cold. Oh. It was in November. I was in November. Oh, mate. What did you just have was, sleep, mate? Obviously, I was in a sleeping bag on a roll mat and I was wearing a ridiculous amount of layers. Did you manage to get sleep? Easily like 10 layers. I got a bit of sleep. Well, that's all right. But uh, we had a bit of fun with it because, I was like I was saying, I was wearing about 10 layers, honestly, proper eskimo up. But the outermost layer was a cow onesie. <gasps> Did it have others? <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Awesome. And, and a tail. Oh, actually, does it? It's right there. I'm looking at it. No, it doesn't have others. So how did you... It has a tail and horns. How... <laughs> so question, if you needed a... To go to the toilet. How did you do this? I went in the cathedral. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy whiz. Yeah. Because <laughs> but how many of you did it? Lot. Can't remember now. More than ten? No, I'd say between five and ten. Somewhere. Okay. I don't think it was quite ten, but it was, you know, seven or eight. That's off to you, mate. Yeah. But going back on to Buns's question, yeah, I'd, I'd spend the night in a cemetery. I don't think it's because I don't think it would take me much persuading. I thought it sounds like a good laugh. If me and Ben could do it together, <laughs> well, according <laughs> to Ed and Lorraine Warren, if you've ever read any of their books, the older Conjuring people, that the old if if our ghostly afterlife spirits do exist, they actually don't hang about cemeteries. It's not mm-hmm. meant to be the place where. Bang about, according to them, and they were the, yeah. one of the foremost on it. I mean, obviously, they, I'm not saying it's the be all and end all, but according to them, in one of their books, they were like they were one of the more less eventful places. Well, where I where I did spend the night in St Albans because I was doing it outside the cathedral, mm-hmm. basically was a cemetery. Yeah, because yeah. all the old places like that had had cemeteries attached to them. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, don't I, I was able to, if I wanted to, I was able to pop into the cathedral and you know go for a wee, get soup. Oh, okay. But I did, but it wasn't. That wasn't the point of it. I no, didn't do that. You, you were know trying I mean? to I do the reality, wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. How about you, Buns? How much does it take you to get you to get you to stay at a, a cemetery for the night? 
<laughs> me and Ben are saying provide entertainment and hot food yeah, and hot yeah. drink and we'll do it we're not even not even money no <laughs> you know it's not like state you don't make up that yeah I'd be alright with that yeah I think so I'm up for it be different if you ask go right now yeah <laughs> it's not the bloody December mark but yeah <laughs> I've stayed at one two three four now I think properly accounted for haunted locations and they're the places that I wouldn't stay again so right. having actually stayed in them and lived in them and or lived in them and stayed in them for a night they're the places I wouldn't go back to but yeah I reckon I don't, saying that maybe not if it's I don't know how much of it still exists but have you ever heard the Clop Hill stories Mm-mm. right Clop Hill is a bit more down towards uh, Luton yeah, um, it's the back way to go to the M1 and Milton Keynes. It's on the A6. That's, that's got some pretty spooky tales to it down our way. Um, I don't know if I'd stay there if it's still you can still get on the site because it was the place where all the young teenagers who could drive, they'd always, always come back with a tale of the, or they went to Clop Hill last night. <laughs> but, yeah, I suppose, any old, I mean, I think, I don't know, I think the big thing would stay at the cemetery is would be you'd have to it's whether or not you'd actually get moved on. Depends how much yeah. noise you were making because you don't tend to get people staying at them, do you? There's a video on YouTube which is meant to be one of the scariest videos, and it's it's a real life like people doing an all nighter and they get haunted. All right, what's that? And that's and that's and that's just outside Stevenage. Do you remember what it's called? I watched. I can't remember what it's called. I have to find it for you. But I remember watching it not knowing that it was just outside Stevenage. Mm. And as I was watching it, I was like, hang on, I know this place. Hang on, I know this place. Hang on, I know this. <laughs> yeah. And it's scary. I like, um, I know we talked about it in the group, but I think definitely we were trying to work towards doing a, doing some sort of community ghost hunt. Yes, we and need to do an IRL ghost hunt. I think we should try and organise that next year properly, but do it in the summer. Yes. <laughs> yes. When it's warmer. <laughs> There you go, Doesn't buns. mean it'll have to be later at night, though, because yeah. it gets dark. Later. And somewhere where ideally we're not going to get turfed off by the old bill. Yeah. So there we go, Buns. How much is it going to take you? How much is it going to take the castlessness to stay at a cemetery for the night? Please let us know. Down to me and you now, Mark. What you got for me, or do you want me to go first? What would be the soundtrack to a video montage of your life? Oh, that's a good one, actually. Because I love a montage. I'm gonna need a montage. montage. So, yeah, your life has been condensed into a, a, a video montage. What is going to be the soundtrack? I might need to look this one up. Hold on. I already know the song. <laughs> I already know the song. Yeah. Yep. Let me look it up. Hold on. I've I used to listen to. I used to have it as a soundtrack on my in my car I've since got rid of it um, I think it's what's numerals for four is it IV isn't it mm-hmm. yeah there is uh, I believe and it's not got it's, you'll be there's two because the one's not actually it's got a name but it's not an official it wouldn't be like uh, no diggity <laughs> it's called mm-hmm. training montage from the Rocky Four soundtrack would that be the no this is the one where he's gone to it's my favorite rocky they've gone to russia and this is on the this is the good part of the training so you know he's had the bad part where he you know apollo's died 
Adrian didn't want him to go. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, this is the bit where she's given him, she turns up in Russia and gives her the backing, and it's, um, uh, it's you'd have to wait, it's, it's ever so good. And it's got, um, it's, yeah, I really like it. That or I would go with No Easy Way Out from Robert Tepper. There we go. There's two, both what's, the same soundtrack. What's that from? That's from the same soundtrack. Oh, also. that's from the same soundtrack. Yeah, love that soundtrack. It, but he's an actual proper 80s singer. He did quite a few songs back in the day. So how about you, Mark? What would yours be? Mine would be from Monty Python's Life of Brian. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good choice. He's not the Messiah. He's a, a very, very naughty, naughty boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one. I like that. Love a montage. <laughs> it means you're getting somewhere. The A-team love the montage. Yeah. Let us know, listeners, yeah. what would be the montage, the the soundtrack to your live montage. And definitely go listen to No Way Out by Robert Tepper. It's a brilliant song. I will. Uh, so, Mark, what's the silliest way you've accidentally injured yourself? Hmm. No, no, you got to, You have to have a think about that one. Unfortunately, I was too young. What do you think? I'll tell you mine because I can tell you, you have a little thing there. I am a blithering idiot. <laughs> yeah, well. And I'm very clumsy and I've hurt myself quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I was... Four or five, we, and this is back in the day, cast listeners, Holiday Inn used to have big hotels, and they still do have some, but they're not quite the shining star they used to be. They used to be a very, very good, um, some of them used to be excellent back in the day. And there was a big one where my old man had to go on, if he, if he went away on business, sometimes he'd take me and my mum with him, and we'd stay, like he'd see someone on a Friday, and then we'd do something over the weekend and we'd stay at these holidays. It was always the same one. They had a stamp book for the kids. So every time you stayed there, you, you got a stamp in the book. If you got like nine stamps, you had a, you got a, um, a night for free. Right. Well, this uh, one night they'd now, mind you, back in the day, things were a lot different. So they they had a babysitter you could <laughs> ring up for, like room service, but you'd have a babysitter. And they, me mum and dad, I was being looked after. And on their way back to the hotel room from uh, the, well, it was all in, all inside this, it's a massive holiday and I forget where it was. And uh, they went for a meal. And when they come back, uh, all the lights went out on one half of the hotel. And when they obviously darted back to me, because there's me and this, whoever the random was looking after me, um, they'd found out that I'd caused the blackout. I'd taken my dad's car keys and jammed them in a plug socket. Oh, yeah. that story again. I wasn't expecting it to come back round to that. <laughs> it's come back round here. So, um, but why didn't I ask? I asked them about it recently. I said, did, did I just did, did I think? He said, yeah, you said you shot about a metre and a half across the room. He said, and generally all your small hair, because obviously I was only little, was standing up on it. <laughs> <laughs> because back then you didn't have camera phones. It's not like they could quickly snap a pic of it. But yeah. Yeah. I still remember that was probably the youngest, the youngest one I can think of. But 
like you, Mark, I've also injured myself in, in many, many silly ways. Try to think of the silliest one would be more round people. Um, I think I've told you the one about me trying to punt the football at Namco, a Sega world, and I? I spent the yeah. whole day walking around London with a limp. That was fun. Um, or the alarm, the most the most recent one is we take and go and boo to Stevenage Town Centre on a Sunday because I wanted to test what it would be like to take in a more people intensive environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kerry went in Primark, and I'm sitting on the benches, you know, near the square with the tower. Yeah, and I was sitting very confidently. Boo was uh, Boo was in between my legs, ghost is looking at us, and of course the pigeons, as you know, mm-hmm. love hanging about that bit. Well, Boo decided that pigeons were on the meal of choice for the day and darted after one. And of course, to go and see what she was after, I'd have got the I've got the lead over just three fingers on Ghost. Mm. I've she's gone, so whoop, there goes the 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 leads out of hand, so she's loose. So I've got no boo, yeah. of course. Ghost's gone, I like a pigeon and all. And he's yeah. bent my fingers back to where they've gone and I've got oh no, and I thought I've broken <laughs> <laughs> and there's this me walking walk around trying not to look like I've really badly hurt myself and trying to get I'm sort of goal, goalie and go <laughs> don't stop because I haven't got any of their leads in my hands and he's quite a big dog and I'm thinking oh no he's going to go and jump on someone so yes that was pretty comedic because in the next five minutes a dog training group had come down from the stairs you know mm-hmm. where they got that stairs yeah, lead yeah. up they were all up there training and they come down and they'd obviously been watching me look like a complete Egypt and then when I sat <laughs> down I'm sitting there nursing my fingers going, oh really really hurt I need to go home now <laughs> so yeah and uh, my fingers ached for about a month after that so I don't know what I did with them but it was three got really Probably snapped like back ligament damage yeah it was bad mate yeah Driving home, I couldn't grip the steering wheel. <laughs> oh. So here we go. Three stories. Silly me. Come on, Mark. What's yours? Mm, oh, I don't even know what ones to mention. Moomoom, what's silliest? Most recently, you know I've got a bad back and it comes and goes. Yes. This is Friday at the end of my run in my deliveries. I'm on the way back and I pull over at Newport Pagnall Services to get fuel. And would you believe how I injured my back? Cool then. Stupidly, I got out the van. As you do. That was it. Oh, you just got out the van. (laughs) Was it just go? I opened the door, got out the van, and my back was like, "Mm, no. I was like, oh. In the for in the court, poor court, whatever you call it, with people with people looking. Uh, I don't know, probably, but I didn't. Obviously, I didn't want to look up. <laughs> was it a good scream of pain, sir? It wasn't a proper scream, but you know, but I mean, it was a good a, I tried agony. To, no, because I try and keep it under my breath. Don't look at me now. It was literally. It must have looked bizarre because I literally, I just literally just got out of the van and my feet hit the floor and I'm like. <laughs> Funny now, but not at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, mentioned to you that I've broke my nose twice. Twice? Yeah, the first time I broke my nose, I was very little, and I was playing follow the leader. Well, you just slam into the back of them. So I was five, five, five years old, and um, the trail of us going through, because the school that I went to, the primary school I went to, it was part of the playground, there was woods that we were allowed to play in. Oh, okay. So we were going over logs, up and down through yeah. trees and stuff. 
and I was I was behind the leader. I was the second person, and he climbed up in this tree and jumped out, and I climbed up in the tree, and instead of jumping out, <laughs> flat on my face. <laughs> One dive. How old was you? Five. Oh, mate. It may be four, but yeah, that was I didn't jump out the tree. I face first, literally. On but that was <laughs> a fun phone call back to your mum and dad, wasn't it? Literally, trail of blood through the playground, through the hall, <laughs> first day, <laughs> gushing out of my nose. And <laughs> guess what? The next day after that was go cool. school picture day. <sighs> oh, I've got a black eye is an understatement. I've got <laughs> I've got half a black face. I've got <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. But everyone's looking at it going, oh, poor, bless him. He's getting beaten up at home or something. It must have been horrific. I can imagine how that phone call went, mate. Do yeah. presume they took you to a hospital? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Smith. One Mark of two here. times I got sent home from, sent to hospital from school with a broken nose. <laughs> oh, they were both at school? <laughs> yeah, one was at sec- the other one was at secondary school. Oh, how'd you do that one? Come on. I got punched in the face. Oh, you got punched <laughs> in the face. Was it a deserved or was it a... I was about 14. And honestly, this is no word of a lie. Between the age of five and 14, when I first broke my nose, my nose was wonky. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. I had a crooked nose. Crooked nose. Wow. And when I got... Wow. I was Owen Wilson. If I feel my nose, it does do like a Harry Potter lightning bolt thing inside it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, when I got... I was defending my friends. There was, there was just a bully at school going right. around being an idiot. And I said, stop being a twat to my friends. I'm going to go tell on you. And he punched me in the face. But I said thank you to him the next day because he fixed my nose. <laughs> All right, you put it back in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. No dead now. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I could do this with it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on in there, but yeah, it's straight. It's <laughs> that crash crazy, man. That's two good stories there, mate. How you, how... I broke my finger playing bench ball. Bench ball? Have you ever played bench ball? What's that? So this was a, a holiday camp for kids. Okay. But I was a team leader. I was 17, 16, 17. I was a team leader at this holiday camp. for. So it was during the summer holidays. UK, for, yeah? Yeah. During the summer holidays for young kids. And this is literally, we had been there for maybe an hour. <laughs> and this is as kids are arriving to the holiday camp, we're gathering them all in the hall and we're playing a game of bench ball. And bench ball is, it's like netball. So you're throwing the ball to your teammates. You can't run with the ball or anything. Yeah. And you, instead of throwing it through a net at the end, you're throwing it to your teammate standing on a bench. Okay. And if you throw it to your teammate and they catch it, then you get to go up on the bench with them. Gotcha. And then the last team to have all of their team on the bench, you win. So it's getting harder the better you get at it. Yeah. Or easier because you've got more people on the bench. Oh, you don't have to throw it yeah, accurately. Yeah. <laughs> so come on in. Yeah, you, you can just play, eat it in a direction. You're playing your bench ball. But yeah, this is it was the ball we were playing with is like a medicine ball. <sighs> and yeah, the ball went up in the air, high up in the air. I reached up to catch the ball, and the ball has come down and landed square on top of my finger and just crushed it. And just <laughs> Which finger was it? My little finger. <sighs> What, was that a hospital? Like I did said? very well around the young children, not to swear. And uh, I, was, I was like, I think I'm going to sit out the rest of this game. And yeah, for the rest of that day, I was, I was going to first aid and back. They were in a, like, applying cold compress. Yeah. 
And they were like, maybe we should wrap your fingers together or something like that. And I, was, I thought I'd just really badly sprained it. Yeah. Because I stayed at the holiday camp and would continue that day as normal, like the start of the event and had dinner together and everything. And I went to bed. And then woke up the next morning and yeah, my ring finger and my baby finger and down the side of my hand all the way down to my elbow was black. <laughs> I returned to the first aid and they were like, yeah, let's go to hospital. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a cold compress is going to manage it. <laughs> Did you have any pain relief there? Do I have aspirin or anything? Oh, I didn't have any pain relief. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, you could imagine waking up the next day, mate. Jeez, as soon as you go to move yeah. the head. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally, just, they took one look at him and gone, yeah, let's go to hospital now. Was it your left or your right? Right. Oh, and your bum wiping hand. It was had to go to a Guildford hospital because we were down in Surrey in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it would be like that, would it? Where's your nearest yeah. hospital? Two hours down that way. <laughs> uh. Guildford. And I remember also when we, when we got back from that holiday, the next week we had a gig at Club 85. That was when I was in a band. And I'm playing it with two fingers strapped together. <laughs> I had three fingers on my right hand, basically. <laughs> I'm a bit out of touch here. Had it, had it with a cast, with a splint on. <laughs> they put a cast on, didn't they? No, not a cast, a splint. Oh, a splint, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, <laughs> oh, just, oof. Yeah, that really, really, I, I think I prefer the broke nose over the finger, I think. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Actually, I want either. Hold on, touch some wood. Let's touch someone not that stupid. Crack my head open. Crack my head open by tripping over. Oh, good in man. In the school woods. Yes. That was at the school woods as well. I've got a Harry Potter too. So there was like in the woods, so it's obviously you've got like a muddy, leafy floor and there's like some bits of paving slab that are stepping stones throughout the wood. Yep. And I tripped over one of them and smacked my head on the next one. A good, nice corner, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mum's on a radiator. So, yeah. And, bloody hell. <laughs> and as I've mentioned before, broke my little toe playing football. That's not so much a stupid one. Yeah. You broke quite a few <laughs> bones, mate. Bloody hell. Well, no, it isn't a bone, is it? No. It's, it's cartilage, isn't it? Yeah. But there you go, Carl. Sisters, me and Mark have yeah. described our funny fact. What's your funniest way you've, what's the silliest way you've accidentally injured yourself? Come on, let us know. I love these stories. I really want to hear these. <laughs> yeah, I do too, actually. I love these stories. Right, okay, Mark. We are, uh, we better get towards uh, wrapping things up, sir. Definitely. So, as it is, sorry, I'll just will quickly say. Yes. As it is, we've been doing our Spotify Wrapped, and for the first time ever, because of this Spotify Wrapped, I've been looking at the analysts, analytics, and what do you call them? Analytics. Analytics stats for the podcast for the first time ever. I didn't ever want to look at them because that's not why we do it. Nope. I didn't want it to affect what we do. I will say I'm pleasantly surprised. We'll go through them at the end of the year. The last episode we do of the year, we'll go through them with you. But I just wanted to say, if you do enjoy the podcast, tell a friend. Please do. Ben's nodding. That doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of <laughs> I was swallowing. Please do. Yes, pass it on. Uh, send it down. Mark uh, puts it in his in his, um, in his Facebook. We have it go out via our Discord. And obviously it can be found through numerous podcasting sites obviously we are small we do it ourselves we don't make any money off it nope but we love the feedback definitely and yeah if you do enjoy this podcast please do tell a friend it would be much appreciated and that's about it from me I have been Smith you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Marku Hita 
And I've been Jones, and you can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash benbis81. Please go to our link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash army. From there, you can get everything to all the boys, all the old men's Twitch channels. You can get to the podcast. You can get to the old men merch and anything else old men related. And, of course, the Discord. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Buy the mug and the poster for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Thank you, Ben. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Old Casters with Smith and Jones. <laughs>